0: You're listening to the American Girl Podcast Network. Hi, I am Maggie Lawson. I am the host of 10 Minute Mysteries. And today we have Sarah Bucky, who is the author of A Light in the Cellar, A Molly Mystery. I love (laughs) saying that so much. And I love that you're here. I am so excited to get to talk to you and ask you questions about this mystery.
1: Well, I'm honored to be invited, and I'm really enjoying the podcast.
0: I'm so glad. Well, we'll get to that. That was actually one of my questions. It's like, have you been listening, and do you like it? Are you happy with it? Well, we'll start at the beginning. Can you share with us a little about, like, what was your inspiration for A Light in the Cellar? And I would like to know also what made Molly, in your mind, the perfect detective for this story, because she is.
1: She is. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I like to talk to people uh, when I when I do research for a story. And, you know, I do a lot of newspapers and books, of course, but I also enjoy talking to people. And with World War II, it was close enough in time that I could speak with people who remembered it, you know, who were like Molly's age um, yeah. during it. And one of the persons I spoke with was a neighbor, older woman, and she'd been a schoolgirl during World War II. And she really impressed on me how everyone was involved. You know, everyone would have victory Mm -hmm. gardens. Everyone was volunteering. Everyone she knew was was working really hard together to fight the war. And she herself was a plane spotter. And she would ride a bicycle, <laughs> yeah, you know, two hours to the, not two hours, she would have a two hour shift, mm-hmm. but she would ride a bicycle to the tower and she took her responsibilities really seriously. She knew every plane, every plane, you know, and she, even today she could identify planes. Uh, well, That is
0: wild. And because Molly's brother is a yeah. plane spotter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and she had herself had been a plane spotter. I don't think that many girls were, but she was kind of a tomboy and she did it. Her older brother was in the army and- mm-hmm. He was one of the American soldiers who didn't come home. He died in Europe during the war. So I guess she impressed upon me, not only how everybody was working together, but also the, the life-changing aspects of the war and how you know people were never the same afterwards, and also the high stakes.
0: From those conversations with the neighbor, that's what sparked the mystery around Molly, or I would say Molly being the detective around a mystery that was happening during during sort of during this war time.
1: Well, American Girl had asked me to write a Molly mystery, and then but <gasps> so I was researching, you know, oh, different okay. aspects of the war, and that's right. when I I spoke with her. I guess I wanted to impress her how the whole community was coming together, you know, and things like saving sugar were just life and death things, you know. Right. If you looked at the larger picture, that in order to win this war, everybody had to work together, and and the vast majority of people did. There were just a few bad apples. Of
0: course, as with anything. But yeah. I love that you brought that to the story of the everyone working together, even people looking out for each other and the food rationing and everything else was so important. And it was all with the same goal in mind or with the same um, uh, community effort in mind. It was yeah. like, we have to work together. And if one person is not doing that, then it might another person might suffer. And yes. you really get that.
1: Yeah, the whole community. I mean, everyone yeah. like like Molly's family, you know, her her father's in the army uh, in Europe. Her mother is really working all out for the for the Red Cross. Her older sister's a volunteer hospital, a brother, you know, everybody. Yeah, everybody, for
0: everyone involved.
1: Yeah. yeah. Even little six year old Brad was probably collecting, you know, scrap metal or something.
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> totally. Uh, wow. I love that you talked with an actual plane spotter. She was great. Um, Sadly, uh, she's
1: passed away, but she was terrific.
0: What an inspiration. That's really cool. And it's almost like her story gets to live on a little bit as well in, in this story. So when you were thinking of Molly and being the perfect detective, what about Molly... Do you think makes her the perfect detective for this story
1: i love molly by the way me too <laughs> I Not least it because she wears glasses because i wore glasses uh, since first grade so i could really identify
0: her glasses are so cute aren't they adorable That's yeah the best. Um, the best
1: i think she's perfect because she's not a perfect person you know like mm. like any of us mm-hmm. she's kind of impulsive and she's mm-hmm. impatient and i love that you know she's mm-hmm. she's a real person but I think she really works for this story because she's a kind caring person. She really does care about other people oh,
0: she's, she's a a huge spunky
1: heart. She's super spunky and her impulsiveness gets her into trouble sometimes but she has the courage to act on on her caring
0: exactly. Right? Her, it's it's such a, such a bravery and, uh, and her caring and her curiosity. She's so yeah. curious about people. She's curious about the case, but like even the conversations she has and it's such a good message for girls or anyone who actually reads the book. This sort of story of of courage and bravery, but like in a from a really loving place.
1: Yeah, from a, from a caring yeah loving place. Yeah. She's like she even remembers to bring Ricky, who's kind of annoying, but I'm <laughs> sorry, not really. F- Philip, bring back oh, his. Phillip. National Geographic, Geographic. yeah, and, um, it's
0: so sweet, and it's like really important for her to make sure, like when it comes up that she can, it's like, oh, good, I can still deliver these. Thi-. Like she hasn't, he hasn't left her mind. She's thinking about everybody.
1: Yeah, it's and she's got great spunk, character, you know, totally. She wants to she's- be at the forefront, which I really yeah. Enjoy.
0: She's fiery. I love it. Why do you think mysteries are so fun for young readers and listeners to follow?
1: I love them myself. I mean, I think all readers yeah. really enjoy them. I think there's something about us. I mean, I think probably our, even our ancient cave people ancestors, like they sat around the fire and they were like, and I was on a hunt and there was this bear and he came after me, you know? And people around the camp are like, what's happened next? I mean, we, yeah, <laughs> you know, like we want this exciting. Well, so what the bear did? How'd you get away, you know? the exciting part of the story I think is so much fun and I I love to read mysteries myself and and watch them on tv and so I think it's the excitement and also the puzzle
0: the puzzle yeah Uh, the pieces yeah
1: to try to see if you can figure it out before the detective does I think that's key um that's always fun like oh I got it you know uh,
0: yeah it's like uncovering layers too, um, yeah. as you go along. Do you have any fun fan stories that you can remember from uh, like young readers reading your books or even now today?
1: Yeah. One story that I was really moved by was a dad who told me that when his daughter was in the hospital uh, waiting a, a serious surgery, he would read a chapter of one of my mysteries every day and it would help her keep her mind off the, you know, what what was going on around her in the hospital and the fact that it distracted her and helped her. She got into the excitement of the mystery, you know, and that meant a lot to me. And luckily she got the surgery successful. She was better. <laughs> um, oh, that's but great. the fact that, it, you know, mysteries can change our lives.
0: And they keep your, keep your brain firing and thinking. Yeah. And like you said, off of, off of anything else, that is such a beautiful story and I, I would say like American Girl probably across the board in the with the dolls and the stories and everything like there is this I mean I even know for me when I run into people and I tell them that I'm doing this so many people have said oh we love Molly Molly's one of our our favorite dolls and we love the stories and we love the whole thing and how many people this has touched you know yeah Um, it's been really fun to bring it to life. Uh, while, okay, so the mystery itself, yes, is about sugar and flour. We kind of talked about this, uh, already, but the larger narrative was Molly living in a time of war and trying to volunteer and support the soldiers in any way that she can, which is so beautiful. And everybody, as you said, everyone was sort of doing this. And part of her job in that, of course, was also solving the mystery. So how important was it for you to weave in the historical content of Molly's world with the mystery itself, because the mystery is very tied to the time. It is. Right.
1: right. Because today, you know, stealing a bag of sugar, it's not a major crime. But I think, yeah, right. I think what you, what you said right there, it, it was the history is just such an essential part of the story, um, oh, because yes. after Pearl Harbor was attacked, you know, Americans right. kind of woke up and went, oh, wait, it's not just people across the ocean that, that are being affected by this war no, we're vulnerable uh, yeah yeah you know we are we're vulnerable too if we lose we lose everything we lose our lives we lose our democracy we can't lose we can't afford to lose and so if you stole sugar that was destined for the troops you, you were helping the enemy and this was a matter literally of life and death
0: I think because we, we are doing the, the the 10 minute mysteries we're telling these stories in in today's time for people who are listening now, I feel like there is such a history lesson not just in like the facts of what was going on but the actual like feeling in the community yeah. mm-hmm. at the time stealing sugar was you were taking a vital you know thing away from from the community or from somebody else and that was just that was considered a, a massive massive, crime. And I feel like there's something so special that something that even today could seem so minuscule, like stealing a bag of sugar, you know, or stealing bags of sugar was, was everything to the community yeah. because you had to get the food to the soldiers and you had to like, you know, and that I, I love bringing that part to the listeners, like a whole new group of people who might be listening or, cause I'm sure a lot have already read the book, but to be listening, that was one of the things that stood out to me. I thought was so special about about the
1: book. Yeah, I think it's it's hard for some, some readers to understand, but it was a whole community and everybody. And if they hadn't, you know, we might not have won. So it, it was essential. And people were sacrificing so much, like on a small basis and a, and on the individual basis. I, um, a, a family story, my grandfather worked in the steel industry during mm-hmm. World War II. He was so committed to, to making the right steel, you know, because he was making steel to defend our, our battleships. And my mother said that he used to fall, he was so tired, he worked so hard, he used to fall asleep at the table every, you know, during dinner, like he was just exhausted. He worked straight out, you know, and, and that was just one of millions of people. I mean, people were giving it their all.
0: Yeah, what a, what a story. Um, That's, and, and you didn't question it. You, this is what you were doing. This is what you were doing for the effort, you know? Right. I actually think you capture it so well. I, I feel like that's the thing is that even if people maybe don't understand all of the details of the time or kids who are starting to listen now it doesn't it's a feeling and I feel like you totally capture oh, mm-hmm. that I've so enjoyed following along the mystery of reading it and I, I want to ask you have you well you said you'd listened to season one or at least so far and what do you think and how how do you feel about it being brought to life like this
1: I am really enjoying it. I, I can't tell you how much I enjoy it. <laughs> uh, I love the way you bring the voices and
0: uh, to character
1: and and. You, you really make them come alive. And I think the whole era comes alive in the retelling. And also, I love the cliffhangers. Like, I, I, when at the end of every episode, I want to keep on listening and, and I know what happened. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> I was like, come on, more. And oh, I and, love it. And that's what I want from mystery. I want, you know, at the end of every chapter, you go, come on. Oh, I, I got to see it. I got to find out what happens. Uh,
0: that, that, that's a relief. And because, uh, you know, I'm as I was reading through, there are so many characters and there are, you know, so many quirks and interesting things. Uh, you know, you've done such a good job and all the characters are just so well defined. And yes, bringing that to life has been super fun for me. But I'm very happy to hear that you oh, are that you're happy as well. And you've just mentioned. One of your favorite things about writing mysteries, you've done many, including some Samantha as well.
1: Yes. I love writing mysteries. I
0: was, I was <laughs> just gonna say, I was gonna say, what do you love most about writing mysteries? But I feel like you've you've oh, already kind um, of elaborated it on that some, but
1: I love yeah. the research. I love finding yeah. out about history. I'm fascinated by history. It's always more interesting than you think it'll be. You open and go, wow, I can't believe this happened. Just I like putting the puzzle together, you know, mm-hmm. of the I like to write a detailed outline and make sure. Matter of fact, I get yellow index cards and I put them all over the dining room table, and you know, kind of make sure everything works. Wow, and, that's great. Uh, I really love writing the exciting parts. <laughs> I I find myself becoming totally immersed in the story, and you know, my heart's pounding as the as the hero's heart is. So that's fun. Oh, I love
0: that! What advice would you have for young readers who want to start writing their own mysteries one day?
1: I think if they're already readers, they're they're at the right place because you you should read a lot. You know, you should read lots of mysteries, but also other books too. Nonfiction, um, biographies are, are fascinating, you know, great inspiration. Um, sci-fi, you know, get a wide view of, of, of reading out there. And then if they want to become writers, I guess probably my biggest advice would be to not get discouraged, you know, to, um, to remember it's a skill like playing soccer or playing the piano. And, you know, you have to practice, it takes determination, but it's so much fun when you feel like you got it right. It's it's worth it. Oh,
0: that's such great advice to not get discouraged because you're right. You know, I feel like with with writing is different. It's a, you know, you're not necessarily meeting with a teacher every week. Well, I guess if you are in school, but you know, and and having your lessons to practice and all of that. It's sort of right. like as you said, you just have to feel it out and and do it.
1: Yeah. And some people think you know they write a first draft and they think it's no good, but they don't realize that writers like write you know dozens of drafts sometimes. And, right doesn't always come the first time or the fifth time or the sixth time, (laughs) you know, hopefully eventually you get there.
0: Did you always know you wanted to write uh, mysteries?
1: Pretty much, yeah. I always wanted to be a writer and I loved mysteries when I was growing up.
0: What were some of your favorite books?
1: I started classic Nancy Drew, you know. Uh,
0: uh... (laughs) Very close to my heart, Nancy Drew.
1: (laughs) Uh, So much fun and the Hardy Boys, And then graduated to like Agatha Christie and Sherlock Holmes, the classics. I think that they're a great place to start. That's awesome.
0: Anything else you want to share, even just writing A Light in the Cellar in particular?
1: I was really impressed with the research. Again, go back to the sense of community of our country at the time. And so I think it's a very great message that everyone was coming together to fight for a, a common goal. And I think in some ways that can be inspiring as we go forward.
0: I agree, and I love that, and I love that message. That's beautiful, and yeah, how special. Everybody was looking out for each other, in a, yeah. and you really do capture this. It's it's a whole community effort, and everyone is playing their part. Everyone is doing their part. And I'm sure there were opposing views at the time, maybe not against about the war, but just people in general, you know, we're all from different backgrounds and different things, and I there is such a beautiful united front. What words of advice uh, for kids in general, even if they're not writers, whatever it is, just you have words of advice for,
1: for kids. Enjoy imagining sometimes people are criticized for oh she's daydreaming or something but enjoy and and, and respect your imagination and have fun with it
0: i love that i'm going to take that advice too and i'm, I'm and i'm not a kid <laughs> <laughs> sarah it's such an honor to talk to you i feel like i could talk to you all day just because i find this so fascinating thank you so much for doing the interview and for for sharing your process and thoughts and stories on all of this I absolutely love this book and I know so many people do love Molly
1: I'm honored to be invited and thank you so much and thank you for the podcast I'm really enjoying them
0: (laughs) thank you so much for listening to American Girl's first season of 10 minute mysteries we hope you've enjoyed this adventure as much as we have and parents don't forget to write us a review wherever you are listening it really helps us out Parents can watch 10-Minute Mysteries with their family on YouTube, or your child can watch on YouTube Kids. Visit americangirl.com and follow at americangirlbrand on Instagram for more updates on your favorite dolls, books, and American Girl Podcast Network podcasts. Stay tuned for more exciting cases and mysteries to solve coming soon.